Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Jeff Steins, our national and presidential expert, noted Jeff, author. Find Jeff, his books Jeff. over at uh, your favorite book location, totallyiowa.com. Next chapter books here in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, you can always find, of course, his Iowa politics report and the Iowa business report coming from his flagship station. It's KXEL, Cedar Falls, Waterloo. How much snow have you guys gotten down there, Jeff? Oh, my goodness. Good afternoon, Matthew. Good First afternoon. Of all, uh, I think the high spot was 15 <laughs> inches in Iowa City. Uh, the low spot was like eight or nine. That was all in one day. The thing to remember is mild winter here, right? We had 50 degrees on Christmas Day. Yes. So the Republican circus for the caucuses comes to town. We get 15 inches of snow one day. There's another two forecast for tonight, six to eight more on Friday. So we're going to get all the snow for the winter in one week. A high temperature on caucus day is forecast to be about three degrees below zero. That's the high temperature. That's God telling you something. That's God telling you something. With all the hot air of these candidates, you'd have thunk we could have hit, I don't know, five above. But no, uh, apparently it's going to be below zero. So God's up there saying, I guess I have to send a message. All right, fine. Uh, we okay. And, and meanwhile, everybody in Des Moines is looking up going, if only we had a message. <laughs> By the way, should mention, we've, all, we've had a, pretty much wicked dustings of snow up in Minneapolis. You guys have far Ooh. more snow than we do. Yeah, you guys are you – know, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. The we'll, wicked dusting. A wicked, a wicked dusting. A All wicked right. dusting. I'll, let's start with the caucus because we are not going to talk to you again until on next Wednesday. The caucus is on MLK Day Monday, right? The caucus is Monday. Yes. Monday night starts at 7 o'clock for Democrats and Republicans. Nearly 1,700 locations for each party. One for each precinct across the state. Doors are locked at 7 p.m. and then the fun begins. Um, and can do you have to be a registered Republican and registered Democrat? Is that is that a law in your state? Yes, you have to be a registered voter and be registered for one of those two parties. By the way, the Libertarians are having their caucus as well. So really, there's another party that's having a caucus, uh, and you have to show a voter ID. But you could register to vote on site. You can change your registration on site. So okay. it's pretty simple to do. Okay. Um. The I mean, Trump's going to win. The, I mean, there's no point. I mean, Democrats, that's that's set. But Republicans, I mean, Trump's going to win it. How much do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's going to he's going to hit that 50 point threshold? Oh, boy, that is the big question, isn't it? Because uh, only twice in history has the winner gotten above 40 percent. And the last time was with W back in 2000. So if Trump gets 46 percent, that's a record. Mm-hmm. for the Iowa caucuses. If he were to get 50, that's an optic, isn't it? And I look back, uh, somebody from a national outlet a- asked me for some wild prediction, I think back in November, and I said Trump would be at 45 to 50. And I and I still think so. I, You know, I, I don't want to go too far. I, I don't think he's going to get 50. I'll just tell you, I don't think he's going to get 50. I think it's going to fall short of 50, primarily because of the fact that his base loves to go vote for him, but they're not used to the partisan process of sitting down 
declaring to be a Republican, et cetera, on caucus night. And so I think his number is going to be lower than what the polls may show, but not by much. Well, it was funny because you bring up that – remember that article from the New York Times about church going in Iowa and all these people who are evangelicals, but they don't go to church. Going to church is the, the step. It's kind of the same thing. I'm a proud Republican, but you want me to go to a building and sit down and actually do it? Well, I mean, there's, there's a football game Monday night between the Eagles and the, the Tampa Bay. I don't want to miss that sort of thing. Oh, boy, the Eagles and, and Tampa Bay. Uh, well, and the thing is, too, to your point, you said, well, I'm a good Republican. I may not want to go out in this. A lot of the Trump supporters are not Republicans. Yeah. They're Trumpicans. They're there for Trump. They're not there for down ticket. And so while he's out there pleading for them to show up, because what if he did get 50 percent as much or more than everybody else combined? That's quite a knockout punch. Although I well, thought you'd start by asking me about the end of the Christie juggernaut and uh, the impact of that on the race. Well, that's not going to mean is any Christie follower going to vote for any of them? Maybe maybe Nikki Haley picks up one or two of them, but that's about it. Um, well, I think the story is that at the top of the next hour, 4 o'clock central time, he's going to make an announcement from New Hampshire where apparently he's going to get out of the race. I don't know why. And they don't know if he's going to support anyone, but you have to think if he's going to support anybody, it'd be Haley. And and I can see why he might do it now, because the big issue beyond Trump's margin is, does Haley beat DeSantis in Iowa? And does. And the DeSantis people, when I say this, they lose their mind and I get flamed on Twitter X and the whole bit. But if DeSantis does not finish second, show me his path. He doesn't. Well, because no, he's... if the polls are to be believed, she is way ahead of him in New Hampshire, and then you go to South Carolina. So I'm just innocently asking, if DeSantis finishes third in Iowa, show me his path. At what number, at what point does this, at what percentage for Nikki Haley, be, does Nikki Haley become a major headache for Donald Trump in Iowa? Because as you just said, she's doing well in New Hampshire. She's going to do very well in South Carolina. If all mm-hmm. of a sudden she's expected to be beat by 50 and it ends up being 30, it ends up being 25, you know, still a solid win for Trump in Iowa, but Nikki Haley outperformed, you know, as well as I do, the way these presidential races go, it's all of a sudden the shiny new dime. And, you know, that could end up, you know, if if all of a sudden Nikki Haley does outperform herself in Iowa, I, I got to imagine it's going to be you know a full scale war between Trump and Haley. It will not take much for it to go to full-scale DEFCON whatever number. And I don't think it's so much this time of the number as where she finishes. So just presume for the sake of argument that Trump finishes 45 to 50 percent, and it doesn't matter where. I mean, yes, 50 is a nice optic. It's, It's the placing. And I don't care if Nikki Haley beats Ron DeSantis by a single point. He's going to still move along. If it's a single point, but let's say that she beats DeSantis by five points. Well, that's establishing her as the next uh, as the logical non-Trump candidate. So I don't know if it's so much, Matt, of what number she needs to get. It's the placing. And if she is the firm second place choice in Iowa, you think she's got money to burn now. Yeah. No, they'll, they'll, imagine. there'll be a ton of money going to her campaign uh, yep. at that point. So, uh, all right. So that that's coming up Monday. We'll have a full recap of things coming up on Wednesday of next week about that. We got to go to if there's anything left of me by then. <laughs> oh, there we, you'll be you'll have two full days to recover. Uh, oh, sure. yeah. Two full days to two recover days. from a late Monday night event. Uh, OK, sure. 
Sure. <laughs> we'll call you in the ICU. Uh, we can set up the camera in there. All right. So speaking of the ICU, Hunter oh, Biden just wow. did a drive-by on the GOP in the House, and I don't think they're going to recover anytime soon. I got to admit. So today, and I set this up a little earlier, the GOP was going to have their 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 hearing to hold Hunter Biden uh, in contempt of Congress because he didn't show up for a subpoena. He says he doesn't want to show up unless it's testifying in public. They're saying we're not going to do that, and that's the case. Well. He he clearly surprised the living daylights out of the Republicans by wheeling on in there and plopping down, and it didn't go well from there. It starts off with Nancy Mace, who once again is supposedly one of the more reserved Congress people, trash talk trying to trash talk him like it's a basketball court. But she was so callous in her attack, she just read the attack she had that he, he was not going to be there. You don't have the guts to be here as he's sitting right in front of her. She then basically makes this whole thing about I'm for law and order. That's why I'm for just arresting you immediately and throwing you in jail without any recourse. And I'm like, wow, I think first of all, your thoughts on Hunter Biden and this this ploy, because he sure I don't know if it helps him legally or anything like this, but he sure as heck through the House GOP, as I said, that just became a howler monkey exhibit with 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 explosive diarrhea because they just there is nothing they can do right now. You're, I'm supposed to follow that image. Yes, you are. We're professional right. broadcasters, for God's sake. Oh, uh, howler <laughs> monkey with diarrhea. Okay. Got to remember, I'm I'm eclectic. <laughs> okay, so here's here's there's a nuance to this that the Biden side is taking advantage of. In the court of public opinion. Okay, here's the deal. When you're an investigative agency, here are the rules. And Congress in a just this is no different than what the J6 committee did or anybody else did. We invite you in under oath in a deposition and it's just between us. And then if there is something that warrants going through a full blown everybody's watching kind of hearing, then we'll call you back. That's no different than if you're on trial for a crime. And there are witnesses, the attorneys, the prosecutor and your defense attorney, they interview the witnesses in sworn depositions outside of court to see what they're going to say, because you don't want to expose an innocent party to the histrionics of a jury trial unless you have to. And so that's why they do. And so the rules are the same for everybody. And the House said, we want to do a deposition behind closed doors, just like we do for everybody else. And he said, no, it has to be public which I understand why, because he's afraid of leaks and selective leaks, et cetera. So the subpoenas go out, and then he gets indicted on new charges. What attorney, and he had them flanked on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Abby Lowell and uh, Mr. Snappy Sportcoat. I don't know his name, but uh, Sharp Dresser. Well, in any event, the lawyer's going to say there are pending charges, you plead the fifth. There's no way you answer any of these questions. That's how it would work. Mm-hmm. So instead, they try to hold him in contempt for not showing up. And then he gets there today, and a Democrat rep says, you want him to testify? He'll do it right now in front of God and everybody. And here's where the, mis- the Republicans made a mistake. They should have said, step right up. Oh, have they should have. Well, okay, because, because, okay, I want to go back to one thing you said there about yes, why please. they're doing it in closed doors. 
I actually think the reason they want to do this in closed doors is exactly what we saw. Here comes Marjorie Taylor Greene. And Comer has to thank Hunter Biden because if Nancy Mace went off the rails as bad as she did, can you imagine (laughs) what Marjorie Taylor Greene was about to do just to scream? And that entire process, if, if I was Hunter Biden, I would have stayed and let it become the absolute clown show that it really is and have everyone in the country saying, what in the world is going on? This is the most you know, embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my life because that's where Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to go with it. You, that's the craziest part about the whole thing is that he called them out. And then basically almost threw Comer a, a, a bone by basically saying, well, I'm going to – and when he stepped out, how angry all these Republicans were. Like, how dare you disrespect us? You know, the, by the way, three guys, three guys on that committee also did not take up a subpoena and argued they didn't have to, and now they're trying to hold someone else to do it. It is just such – Hunter Biden played that perfectly. And now they're no, he yeah, did. I mean, he, 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 he did. He because you're well, here's you, the thing. You can't by do showing anything. up by showing up and calling their bluff. That was perfect. Yes, I think a little of the body language was a little arrogant, but okay, I'll give you that because again, you know, uh, it it was a masterful stunt because then this is the broad point that we were talking about. In a realistic context, nobody is going to testify when there's a pending criminal exactly. indictment. Exactly. He's going to take the Fifth Amendment to everything, including probably his name, simply so that nobody can say anything against him. That's why the Republicans missed the opportunity today. They should have said, all right, young man, step right up, have a seat, put your left hand on the Bible, right hand in the air, let's go. Because then on public display, you would have had him taking the fifth to everything. And nobody looks good when you take the fifth. But, Although in this case, he has to. But he, the problem was they were already going off the rails because he sure. did incense them so much. They just became Twitter trolls. <laughs> now, here's where he did make the mistake in that this is not going to help. You know, there's this is kind of cut and dry. You can't as a test a witness say whether it's public or not that's they're going to come back and that's where he's going to get in trouble but the reality is is he should have stayed because that was never going to become an an episode of law and order there that was always going to just it was going to digress more the fact that nancy mace like i said was screaming at the top of her lungs and trying to trash talk him at the end it would it just it showed you exactly where it was going to go and i don't think anyone on the republican side was going to be able to bring that back in I think it was more of a mistake on his behalf. I'll tell you what, let's take a break, come back, talk about that. We'll also talk about uh, Trump uh, basically refusing to attack the judge in his closing statement, so now he's not going to be making the closing statement. Jeff Stein joining us for his usual Wednesday visit. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here. Broadcasting on WCPT 820 Chicago's Progressive Talk and 8 AM 950, the Progressive Voice of Minnesota. It's the Matt McNeil Show. Jim Jordan is out there right now, Jeff, trying his hardest to make sure he's outraged. And the first thing people are pointing out to him is like, didn't you disobey a subpoena? <laughs> like I said, it's, it's a masterful strike because by basically saying, okay, let's see the high ground you guys are really on. I mean, Comer, I got to imagine, is like wants nothing to do with this 
at this point. I mean, the idea of you have a bunch of people who are far more concerned about their Twitter followers than actually getting down to the even if there was a crime, the nitty gritty of the crime. They just it's not about that at all. It's about likes and retweets and that and and OAN and Newsmax hits. That's it. And this is Hunter Biden just played that, you know, said, hey, fine, I'll just I'll play to your weakness. Well, and again, I don't think it looks good for Hunter Biden to take the fifth in a public hearing, but he called their bluff. He dared them to bring him forward. And um, because that would have been a campaign oppo ad, just kind of clip those together a hundred times. But you're right. I mean, there, there's there's a real problem with the Republican caucus. I mean, you've already got people now, Chip Roy's talking about throw uh, Mike Johnson out as speaker because they don't like the deal that was struck to keep the government open. I mean, here we go again, dysfunctional city, just a different year. Well, Mike Johnson today is he's he's demanding the GOP colleagues stop cyberbullying him. Oh, yeah, that's 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 going to work. <laughs> it's, it's, but, you know, if <laughs> and I'm not one to talk. But as people watching the video of this fun fest can attest, but if you would have taken a picture of Mike Johnson and put underneath representative most likely to claim cyberbullying, that's the guy. I mean, he, he's just got this look that they're going to beat up on him. He's like, don't do this to me, please. Don't hit I'm me. sorry, I was doing an impression, and that's your gig. You do impressions on your show. I, I just respond to them. I apologize. Oh, no problem. No, you're more than welcome to try that anytime. Uh, all right. So uh, <laughs> before we get out of here, because it has been a busy day, Trump was going to try to argue his closing arguments in the New York fraud trial. Uh, the judge has rescinded his permission to do so. It basically comes down to this is that he was he refused um, to basically not attack. You know, he said that basically a you cannot do this in regards to make this a political speech and you can't just attack the court. And he refused to agree to those terms. And so he says, I'm not going to let you go up there. I, it's, I, I don't know. I, I think once again, if you're a Trump fan, you would have looked at that and said, isn't he the greatest ever? If you were I mean. If you were not a Trump fan, you'd be like, once again, another embarrassment. The reality is, is I think if I was the judge, I would say, go do this. I will hold you in contempt and put you in jail that in a minute if you do this. And then Trump himself would have bailed out on it. He wouldn't have done it because he doesn't want to risk that. Now, what I saw was that Trump had asked that this be delayed so that he could attend to his grieving wife who just lost her mother. And the judge declined to grant the request. Mm -hmm. Now, that sounds bad until you consider that Trump, instead of attending to his grieving wife, is in Des Moines tonight to do a Fox News town hall where he negotiated the terms. The others this week have been at five o'clock central during a certain uh, the the special report time that Brett Baer hosts. Baer was on my station uh, this week and said Trump insisted on the time he would not do the town hall unless it was opposite the CNN debate. And they took him up on it because, you know, why not? So you can't say to a judge, I have to attend a Melania after I'm in Des Moines campaigning. Yeah. I mean, that. Well, and the judge, when the judge heard that, he said, I'm sorry, but you guys have been trying to delay this thing forever and ever. And I mean, once again, here it is, the 11th hour, they're trying to kick the can down the street because he doesn't want to do it. 
No, I, I think that – but that that was the ruling on the delay. The ruling on him testifying was apparently he was told you cannot make a political speech. You can only address the facts of the case and you sure as heck cannot attack the staff, the judicial staff, the court staff, the judge. You can't do this. And Trump said no. And Well, and, and if you're his lawyer, you say thank you, judge, because – Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you just don't need – you don't need that on appeal. That's a court. That I mean, and you and I talk about this. This is not on a TV. This is not with Brett Baird. This is mm-hmm. in court. And once again, the judge, if he really wanted to just kind of be mean to Trump, could have said, okay, fine. If you get out of line once, I'm going to hold you in contempt, and I'll hold you in contempt for as many days as you violate that rule. And Trump, like I said, I think at that point his lawyers would have said, there's no way in hell we're putting you out there because you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think that – the, the reality is, is that you know, just they did him a favor because he just could not help himself when he's he's going to talk about how globalists like those globes. <laughs> just... Well, and the thing is, you have to be careful as a judge in a normal situation where the defendant, in any case, should have the right to handle the case their way. Because otherwise, then you have other appeal issues for ineffective assistance of counsel. But oh my goodness, holy cow! I mean, it's not a TV show. It's not pay-per-view. And he's already uh, gotten the fundraising out of it that he intended to by simply saying he was going to deliver the closing. And we should also mention half of his own witnesses threw him under the bus. Half of his own witnesses said, yep, he was fraudulent. <laughs> you know, it was, you know, the 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 entire argument that he's saying is there was a disclaimer on the paper that said, trust nothing we say. That is his only defense he's had. And as the judge has said, that's not a defense. He's he's. It's going to be pretty impressive as far as a payout goes. Question for you. I mean, how much do you think it starts getting if this, this starts getting up there before this actually does some – I mean, I have enough faith that he's got bankrollers left and right. But when you're talking about his personal wealth, if this gets, what, $250, 300000000 million, that's a pretty big bite, man. Well, I have no idea what he has because, wait for it, he's on trial for cooking the, the, the books. So how can you – I have no idea what he has. <laughs> I mean, that's – and so, so it could pinch right now. I mean, he might be running his uh, MasterCard to the max to pay the lawyer fees. I don't know. Oh, he doesn't but pay lawyers. He doesn't pay his lawyers. He's gotten, he, he's gotten this whole thing set up. I mean, I don't – I, I don't know why any lawyer would ever take his case because he's notorious to not pay them. Because you think you're the one who can tame Trump. Lawyers, and I are one, you have a big enough ego that you say, oh, well, I can, I, I'll can. i take care of this. I'll be the one. I'll be on TV next. And, and they can't help themselves either. Well, at least they get the book later. I mean, they, they, they do get to write the book eventually. Uh, Jeff, have a good weekend. We will talk to you next Wednesday after the caucus. Uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul, Hour 2, that's coming up next.